Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to another episode of BFFR. I'm Gabby. And I'm Jada. And today we're going to be talking about all things social media versus reality. We're going to talk about how we started social media and our journey, what it's like to do social media every day as our full-time career. And yeah, pros and cons of social media. Last episode we touched on really how we became best friends yeah in the beginning of our story but now we're gonna jump into what we actually do every day if you guys are keep up with our socials we are social media content creators and we've been doing that for about four years today we're gonna touch on all of that how was your weekend data how was your week in between last episode and this episode i had a really good week i just came back to la like actually last week right before we filmed the first episode i was in florida for like three weeks so last week i reconnected with my friends it was my birthday i had like a little birthday dinner yeah that was super fun yeah i turned 21 on sunday so we did bottomless mimosas at a really cute brunch spot in um santa monica and then i ran into like a little boat for everyone and that was really fun we did that in marina del Ray. Um, I just caught up with a lot of my friends because I feel like I was missing for so long, but it was so fun. And bottomless mimosas are a thing. We, we actually decided that we're going to do like a Sunday brunch at least once or twice a month because it's such a cute like little like reunion with all of your friends when you haven't seen them when everyone's been busy. Yeah. It was really fun. I liked it. I feel like I am bi-coastal. Like I live on both coasts because my family and like my like where I grew up is in Florida and then I feel like LA is kind of like my work slash social life but yeah. when I go home and I like see my family I'll stay there for like at least a week or two because I don't see them that much yeah that's about to be me too I leave literally today after I film this podcast I leave to fly to Florida just to see my friends because I haven't seen them in a minute for Halloween and I always do Halloween with my friends and family I used to I usually go there but this year we said Jada said she's not coming with me but I'm sad about it <laughs> but it's so fine sad. she wants to stay here I literally was just in Florida I can't do the five hour flight to that soon I just can't do it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. One of the main things that I get asked and have been getting asked is about the social media journey and how does it pay bills and all that kind of stuff. How to get started, how to do it, the, how to do it yourself type of thing. Yes, yes. So I think that may be like a good place to start. The best way to start it is just how we got into it and how it started because... I feel like also our journey is a little bit different. I guess because when we started there actually wasn't really that many black girls on TikTok or on like a lot of they weren't like big on a lot of the social media platforms so I feel like whenever we first started all of our peers who were kind of doing it with us were not black so okay so we started on TikTok that's really yeah we, we did start on TikTok platform, and that's when TikTok became TikTok off rip like 
was mm-hmm. beginning. It just came from Musical.ly. Yeah, it was Musical.ly at first. I was I actually, I was on Musical.ly for like the last, I would say like two, three months that it was still Musical.ly. And that's how I actually started. <laughs> I was not, I was on Musical.ly. I did not understand it, but the videos were cringy. Yeah, and that's when we joined TikTok, like I have to say it was a lot easier to start because there was nobody on the app. Like literally, it was dying. It was really a dying app when it became TikTok from Musical.ly. Yeah. It was relatively easy. I think within a week of me posting my first video, my first video got like 6,000 views on it. I did nothing. Yeah, I've noticed <laughs> actually that TikTok, if you make like a, a new account, if you're a brand new account, I think they promote like the first video a little bit of new accounts. That's how they get you. Yeah, that's how they get you hooked onto these apps. They give you like a little taste, a little sprinkle, and then you're like addicted to that attention, I guess. For me, I always was posting because I used to like watch like family vlog channels on YouTube and so I like made one with me and my brothers it was all like private though because I was like 10 so but I love doing it for fun and I would go home from school and like get super dressed up and like do my makeup and stuff which I never did in school like I was really not that person I wasn't a completely different person but I felt like I had this like alter ego where I was like I don't know like I was like a little baddie on I thought I was a baddie yeah (laughs) I was her on social media so I enjoyed posting I felt more confident and it was like actually fun for me I had a lot of fun like getting dressed up and just kind of doing things that I wouldn't really do in my day to day so that's kind of how I started and I remember one of my videos got like featured and I started like a trend to this sound that was really really cringy I actually remember exactly how it went but it was like a parody sound to like McDonald's drive through <laughs> it was really weird but I was doing that and like what? dance videos yeah that is the video that blew up for me and then I was like the home of the app like when you open the app you know how they have like on the search page there's like an ad or something now but before before there were ads on TikTok it was like me I was like what? if your video really blows up it's one of the first things that people see which is like yeah yeah that was very interesting. Yeah. But honestly, I didn't understand the concept of blowing up back then. Like, I was just having fun, and I feel like it was exciting. I just liked coming home and, like, dressing up and, like, people calling me pretty and everything. I just felt so confident online, and it was very much, like, just posting for fun. And that's when, like, dance trends started being a thing, and then I saw Gabby, and I was like, oh, she's cute. He is starting and blowing up is really just, like, enjoying making content and making what you want to make whatever catches your eye and whatever is like matches your energy so my first video to blow up was i as i said last episode i was a dancer my whole entire life like i danced forever and i my first video to really really blow up i think got like a hundred thousand views which likes which was was which was blowing up for me was yeah. a ballet video i think it had like a million views and like two hundred thousand likes your blowing up video is cute mine was so <laughs> i may see that video and i'm like jada bffr <laughs> i think about that a lot actually my second video to blow up had a million likes which was basically unseen on tiktok back then really and it was literally a slow-mo of like it was sound effects it was like thing like, and you would just do whatever to it yeah and it was just literally me being pretty i guess all the comments were like saying i was pretty yeah period. That, that was my first like blow 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 up but that was so blowing up just meant something different back then before it became like a job it was just something that you did like for fun mm-hmm. and uh, that is kind of the key to like starting social media it would be definitely posting 
searching for fun. I feel like even now, like, I feel like everyone that I know who has a TikTok account has at least one or two videos that have done well or, like, in their opinion, blown up. I hear, like, different numbers. People are like, 10K. I got 10K likes. Like, I'm famous. But no, literally, everyone has a video or two that has blown up at this point. And I think, like, nobody's thinking too hard about, like, this video is going to go viral. They're just having fun. And then their video ends up blowing up. And Mm so I think that's a good way to start. And then you can kind of see what people, if you actually wanted to pursue it as a career, just kind of, I like to say, like, when you start and you're having fun, kind of like throwing spaghetti at the wall, like, and seeing what sticks. Because then you see what people enjoy from you. And it also stems from what you enjoyed making rather than, like, getting super technical about it. And then I feel like also that's just an easy way to get in your head about, like, oh, this isn't working and this is what I want to do. Like, I don't know. Just kind of posting whatever. Everybody has different things that they're good at. Like, if I post dance, makeup, beauty, like... Mm-hmm. I'm not like a beauty I'm not a makeup artist but I could still post makeup because like I do my own makeup and people can mm-hmm. relate to me in that sense so like post whatever, whatever you want the portions of you like all yeah. the things that make you you post whatever and I still do this like I've been really inspired lately by fashion content on reels so I had like a little moment where I was just making little fashion videos and I don't think that I'm a fashion influencer at all <laughs> it was just really fun and I think people also started to enjoy that content as well with reels so I think like just whatever your interests are and you want to make a video about it just mm-hmm. go for it you have different audiences as well on your page i feel like my page is definitely like if i post a hair video all the people that enjoy me doing my hair come out of the blue and watch it but like if i post dance and people who like watching me dance come watch me dance and like all together we're a community that, of people that like different things about me and there's obviously there's people that just like support me no matter what but everybody follows me for different reasons which i like because i feel like you guys you know me and i'm good at different things which is period but definitely now starting up you can't the number it's ridiculous actually like when we blew up like you would get followers so fast like Mm -hmm. i was hitting that was before the for you i don't even know if the for you page was a thing yet well maybe it was like no following yeah it was it was different back then though because it was just like people you followed and like if i were scrolling on the app i would see everyone i followed first and then i would see like whatever video was trending and now that there's such a big audience on tiktok it's so different now Mm -hmm. so i definitely think um, it's a little bit harder to do that now that there's so many people the competition is it's diff- like it's like pickier the yeah. algorithm is pickier with videos and it's smaller and more engaged because there's more creators I feel like everybody since there was such a small amount of people blowing up before mm-hmm. like every person that blew up had like 7 million 8 million 10 now it's like other than like Charlie I guess but even she blew up back when that was happening. Now, like, the people that I know, like, Anna Paul, like, other creators that are, like, big, they are growing so slowly, but they have, like, hyper-engaged followings. It's just different. So numbers are just different, like, especially when everybody blows up once or twice. It's like, you're yeah. not going to blow up as fast as you would want to. You're not going to have, like, a million in a year, you know? Yeah, it's so weird because I feel like when we started, we were just, like, posting with our friends. I was not concerned with numbers at all. Mm-hmm. And now I look back and I'm like, wow, like, we were actually really popular. Like, I'll look at the likes and stuff on videos from before and I'm like what even like this video of me dancing outside has a hundred thousand <laughs> likes recently I literally have a video up I don't even know what possessed me to post this but I was just having fun and my teeth are swollen because I just got my wisdom teeth out so my cheeks were swollen and it had a million likes of me doing a dance <laughs> in oh, slow no. motion like what it was so different back then it was but. so weird because back then you could you could 
gain a actual like engaged audience from like nothing of a niche like they mm -hmm. were actually just they would fall in love with you as a person off mm -hmm. of you just dancing online which is like Literally. really difficult now unless you're so like a professional dancer but like, right. we were not doing that we, we were doing the most we boring tiktok dancing <laughs> yeah man those tiktok dances were fun this yeah they used to be better about boring <laughs> <laughs> they were fun it's also weird how the dance trends have changed like back then like the woe was a big thing and the woe had like three different phases of mm -hmm. variation there was like it evolved it really evolved it started with the it was it was bad it was before. like the shoulder woe and then we had like the, the, the little crisscross like the little yeah, the x one. one that one was the best one i still I like <laughs> if only y'all could see us hitting the woe right now we said yeah. we loved making content and before it was just really 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 the key to start doing social media is to enjoy making content if you don't like it please don't do it for money because it it's yeah. never gonna it's never gonna portray like, well yeah when people ask me like how can i do this like i want to make money by being an influencer i feel like that's like the first red flag to me yeah. because if you're doing it for money i feel like you won't you have lesser chance of succeeding mm -hmm. because then content becomes burdensome if your videos aren't doing well it's like a burden it's like a mental fight to stay relevant and that of course once you turn it into your job that is a thing but, but before, i feel like when you first like start no. it should not be your motivation behind it because you probably won't get far you might give up so yeah i feel like most people honestly most people that i know who have started social media they all did it for, for fun. fun yeah and then it ended up working for them people ended up liking a certain type of video and they made more of it mm -hmm. so um, whether it's like your outlet or where you talk about something you really really enjoy doing every day and you just mm -hmm. put your camera up and film it like that's the most the best way to start doing social media yes for sure yeah what else yeah. is there that's that, kind of how did i started. say how i started that that is how i started i just started posting for fun mm -hmm. yeah and then yeah we started whenever we like connected with each other i feel like that's when around the time too that we started to get like our first kind of like paid uh mm -hmm. campaigns and such so it was it was very authentic when we started yeah, to meet up authentic. i feel like that also helped our social media yeah. like collaboration even though it was not and back then, like we that we didn't even view it as like necessary co necessarily collabing because we were genuinely friends yeah and we still are and that's honestly i think a big part of why you know after you've been on social media for so long you see a lot of friendships fall apart you see content houses fall apart but i think that's a big part of why gabby and i like she's actually my sister like she's at all my family functions and everything it was never like we're gonna just meet up only to film videos like yeah you know, we talked all the time we've always been super close yeah so. it wasn't necessarily collaborating but then yeah. once we did get together like people would be investing in our friendship if you have a relationship that people can be, feel involved in or like care about it's that that's also a great way to continue to grow mm -hmm. because yeah they see you post your regular content you already blow up and then all of a sudden oh they're with this person and then you're yeah. excited because like yeah, yeah. Then so you ship them. <laughs> maybe you ship them or you're you're standing their friendship or whatever oh. which is another whole different part of it which i also went through with another relationship and like yeah. lots of social media people go through that as well most of social media people go mm -hmm. through that where their relationship boosts their content that's how we really started doing what it what do your friends think about whenever you started to blow up did i already did we already talk about that no mm -mm. i did i said oh up. yeah you spoke about it a little bit in high school but for me i really posted not even i was posting so much for my audience that i really did not think about the fact that people at school would see it and still to this day like if i meet somebody and they're like they bring up something they saw on my social i'm like oh like i forget that you you see that because like 
I just don't I'm not posting it necessarily for the people I yeah. know all the time I just forget but when it came to high school I was really caught off guard when somebody in class that I was friends with would ask me about it like <laughs> I would be like oh shoot like they'd be like so you're famous now I'm like oh I feel like I still have that reaction because it's just, I don't know. I don't think anybody's gonna, like anybody I know is going to see it either. So yeah. I'm always embarrassed. I'm always embarrassed. One thing about me, like you cannot watch my videos in front of me. Like, if, me if they're like, like, let me pull it up. I'm like, no, I'm like, girl. like, please, please don't. Like, I'm like begging them. Like, please just watch it when you get home, please. Like, I, yeah, like, please. <laughs> I just don't want to know that you see it at all. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's like weird because I feel like. Especially when I'm meeting someone or, like, I haven't spoken to you in a while. I feel like they have a first impression of me already. Yeah, they already know <laughs> and you. Like, oh, and it's kind of so scary. Because I don't know anything about you. So. Yeah. Just watch it when you get home after <laughs> we've had our interaction. Yeah, but in high school, I had no idea. It was my senior year. And then next thing I know, like, some of the people that felt... Most people... I was kind of quiet like you. I only really talked to my friends. So when people that I didn't, I wasn't friends with, would bring it up to me, I was like, oh, like everybody in the school knows like energy, and that's when I was scared. I was so embarrassed when that would happen. I was just like, and I don't know what to say back to that either. Yeah, I was scared. In the hallway, like the freshmen were just like, oh, it's that famous girl. Like, or they would come up to me, and or like friends, mutuals would be like, oh, um, so you're famous now, huh? Like you think you're. That's always what they say. I would just be like, I don't know what to say to that. I'm like, oh. I don't think I'm famous at all. But then people would be like, oh, like I got ten thousand likes. Like my, I'm famous. I blew up. I was like, is that famous? Like, is that considered famous? No, it's not. Because for me, I was getting like more likes than that, so I didn't know what that meant. I, I would just laugh. I just fun. laugh. I'm like, oh yeah, lol. I am. I post like whatever. Yeah, it's a really awkward conversation. Yeah. But what was weird is like I remember distinctively like my senior year. I never spoke to anyone because I I suddenly felt like people were like envious or something because one day I went to lunch and I had no one to sit with. I would be sitting by myself and I walked up to this girl that like I. Like, she was, like, a mutual friend. And I wanted to sit with her, but the first thing she said to me was, you think you're better than everyone else because you have followers now. And I was like, I don't know what to say to that. So I was like, no, not at all. Like, you don't speak to me anymore. I felt like people got intimidated to speak to me. And so, in turn, I didn't speak to anyone else. They probably thought that you were acting different versus them acting but different. I, I feel like if you're the person who changes and you... I didn't change, though. Like, I was, like... I felt no, like but I think people... changes in terms of like you change by getting followers. Meanwhile, yeah, they're yeah. exactly the same as they but were. But I think it's like a mutual thing. Like, like people think like, oh, you change, like you, you're this and that. But really, like you want someone to reach out to you. <laughs> you want them to talk to you and like just be for real, like be friends. It's just weird when that's like the first thing. But that was kind of yeah. I remember after that, I like always sat alone at lunch. I was scared oh, to talk no. to people that weren't my friends anymore, like my close <laughs> friends from musical theater. Shout out the musical theater gang. Yeah, I didn't. I, I still keep in touch with them to this day. In high school, random people I wasn't close with. I literally ended up winning my high school like what is that called at the end? They yeah, give awards. Contest? No, it's the awards when you like you get like a niche, you're like best dressed or whatever. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, isn't that doesn't that go in the yearbook? Uh, yeah, I think so. Maybe yeah. I don't even know. I didn't see it in the yearbook, but it's just like there's a name for it. I forget what it is, but it's when they tell you what the best dress, more like most likely to succeed. And I literally won most likely to become famous. And keep <laughs> yeah. in mind, I never talked to anybody. Like I did not think anybody knew when I won. I was like, I was quitting in my boots in a group chat. I was like, shaking in my boots. I was like, oh my gosh. And especially because my best friend 
and her name's Delaney. Everybody thought she was going to be famous. Like that was, I'm surprised. <laughs> everybody was like, and when I talked to people after, they're like, yeah, we thought it was going to be Delaney. Like we thought she can't come again. Like she did blow up later on, but like, it was funny that they, that I did it first or whatever. And they weren't expecting that from me type thing. When okay. it came to my actual friends, like I was genuinely the same around them. And what they mm. thought was that they felt like my social media wasn't me. That's what they told me. So, and then they stopped watching. They like, not they stopped watching it, but they weren't like feeling like they were knowing me from my socials because they know that I post different things from, not even, I feel like I'm very similar in person, but at the same time, I guess like the way I speak or like the way I portray myself on social media, it, it's not even intentional. This is, isn't exactly how I act in person, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, I think everyone tries to have like a clean image on social media. Not everybody, not everybody at all. Well, but yeah, like not me everybody, but like, <laughs> but specifically sorry. like me, Reverse like I don't, I, I don't, I'm not like extremely vulgar, I'm not crazy. If I'm being crazy once in a while, that's probably not what's on my social. It's really like me being- I feel like my, my socials were actually like exactly how I was because my, like my close friends, which was literally only the theater kids, like my first period was musical theater and that made my whole school day my school had block days like three classes each day that should be a crime that should be a crime because you're in class for two hours that was so oh no that's that terrible. was so hard that was so hard to mm -hmm. do like i did i actually was never in school my senior year i started to travel a lot so but i still <laughs> got straight a's because i would literally do all my work on a monday like i would wake up at 7 a.m and go to bed at like 2 a.m and i would do like all i would just spend the entire day doing schoolwork so that i could leave so i would turn it in early or turn it in like late once i got back so i still had straight a's but all my close friends like i remember i would make videos with them freely there was no type of like weirdness there was no weird comments about it like nobody like everybody was chilling i'd be like y'all like let's make this tiktok i have like a really cute video of like me my friend talia we were doing like cruising for bruising we had like a movie night it was just i don't know i felt like my socials were yeah. exactly who i was the and people that are closest friends, to you definitely don't think anything of it i yeah, think the like, people that are chilling. the people that you talk to and actually communicate with don't have a different image of you but the people that don't talk to you and see you post instead of like talking to you i I think their image of you changes yeah so that's yeah. kind of where that comes but it from. shouldn't it shouldn't it should like it, sh it does it shouldn't but it, it definitely would to me if i don't no, talk to somebody sense, and all i see is something off of social i will like I don't know. Do I had like acquaintances where like maybe I was friends with them in a class i feel like that was that girl and it was just like why would your first comment to me be like you think you're better than everybody like i don't know no, that that's was savage that's usually it's just like you're famous now i've never yeah, had anybody like, say you think you're better than me i'm like no i would cry probably i'm like girl <laughs> no, like, I don't <laughs> and i feel like in school i was so approachable like i wasn't even like done up i never did my makeup for school i would like just go i felt like i was an approachable person so when nobody approached me because they all thought that i was different or something or that was the word on the street i was like actually lonely so outside of first period i Dang. I was literally by myself. Like someone talked to me. I was fine. I was always quiet, but school I was I was just so airy. Also like, my health myself. class. Shout out Hosa. We loved them too. They were like also that was the other class where I felt like I like had friends and nobody was like weird, like weirded out that like a social media person was there. But anyways. That's what it's like no. <laughs> for us. Specifically that's what happened to us. I barely noticed, but I did notice later on, like family and friends would mention it. 
like family too it can yeah. be weird for like three seconds but i think it's always a know, little bit weird like more genuine about it they're just like oh like <laughs> they're really happy yeah they're all supportive so it's like chilling yeah but i think it was like nobody knows what the ins and outs of social media are so like sometimes i feel like because they don't know they're scared to ask and i'm very open book i'm very like ask me anything i'll tell you i'll tell you how much i made this day whatever whatever i'm not gatekeeping but i feel like because they really don't know what's going on in social media they just see a lot but then they're too scared to ask the in-betweens or like the the goods of it that's what my family was like a little bit yeah it's like so what do you actually do and i'm like i just make videos i feel like though i was like an open book but recently since it started to become more of like i don't know i guess when you get like deeper into it you start to care more about your image like your brandability like how you read across to other people before i was genuinely being myself so that's how it started but then once it kind of turned into a job now i do care about what people see so let's talk about how social media became a job for us instead of i wanted to talk about finding the balance between what's a post and what to not I literally got a comment on my snapchat and it was like it was like you're so pretty and kind your life is so perfect I wish I was rich too and yeah, <laughs> it's like what is this comment but I feel like people do think that like I get dms that are like how is your life so perfect you're like what do you do and I think the biggest one thing that I really do want to put out there and highlight is that I don't think anyone's life is perfect and especially if people look at mine and think it's perfect I am far from perfect and I do like sit down and I just like have to think about what I'm going to post and what I share and don't share and I recently was going through it I went through a heartbreak um I had a loved one pass away and I feel like nobody on social media actually knows that. I was really, really sad. And I actively chose to not share that part of my life. And I remember one day on Snapchat, I just kind of decided to just post it and just be be for real. I was like, Jada, be for real. Just do it. And I actually got so much support back and um, it felt like very humane and very genuine. And it was such a grounding experience because I feel like I got really caught up in only showing good parts of my life. It definitely makes me just, kind of become more in tune with it's okay to not look your greatest or be to the nines so um, I've definitely started recently just sharing more authentically what my life really is like I totally understand I feel like for me the point to not share I'm not even that I don't I don't share my downs with literally anybody like I swear I'm very like it's just who I am as a person I really like barely tell my parents when I'm struggling nobody knows like I don't heal with other people's advice very well like I feel like it doesn't help me it kind of just like helps me dwell on my downs instead of like growing from them and like yeah so I just don't share that but when it came to not sharing I went through a breakup a public breakup and it kind of made a shift in how I felt about posting because I didn't want to my my socials to be toxic like I really was fighting like posting about it because I was scared that it was going to create some toxic mindset. So instead of telling people the truth about kind of what happened with my relationship, I simplified it and made it positive because I really was not down to go through a breakup with my supporters just because it was so hard for me to go through on my own. And I didn't want anything negative to happen to the other person or to me. Like, I didn't want any terrible backlash for them to be like, well, you did this and this is why. Like, and for them to get involved and put their two cents into it. So I really just, I simplified it and made it like, I should not share about this until I'm over it and until like, I could close that chapter of my life on social media, like positively. You do have to overthink sometimes, but that is what messes it up. Because as soon as you overthink, like, okay, maybe I shouldn't share this. 
you're putting a blockage on your creativity and you try mm-hmm. like that's really what happened to me i feel like after that because i had that little space of oh i shouldn't post about this i shouldn't talk about this person even though they were a big part of my life and like all the comments were like oh you can't shut up about him or blah blah, blah. you know what i mean they're just toxic about it like yeah. they, they try to tell you you shouldn't talk about it all the comments are toxic so it's like yeah. as soon as you put that blockage on what you can post and what's okay not to post and what's not okay to post you block your creativity and then it's just hard yeah which i feel like for me it's like drama no but like things that are relatable and just human emotions that everyone might feel oh yeah absolutely i'm like i might as well just post it but absolutely. i used to not do that it's and hard when you're in the moment i wanted to tell you post, but i was like you're fighting like you need to go through it on your own like and have support from people like i know we've been talking about kind of when it was from work well when it became not only for fun like Mm -hmm. we were doing it for fun for the beginning of our career but now we do it for our job so i just want to tell you guys kind of when that started and what that even means because i feel like a lot of people don't know what that means and that's what really makes it our job and why we can do it all the time so this is a whole thing that happened with tiktok as is because as tiktok was starting like you couldn't make nobody could really make money off of it because brands weren't aware of how to start doing that integrating um promotion and realizing that like you can actually sell on tiktok you know what i mean so once that became a thing that brands understood it slowly started to pick up so really it was my freshman year in college and i started to get emails in my inbox obviously like you have your email in your bio i started to get emails from like big bigger brands like i think the first brand i worked with on my own was hollister i might be american eagle my bad anyways so yeah but i started working with a brand that was my that was a long time ago they came into my email and just asked like for um a video and you know that's really how we make our money is by working with like larger brands i also like think a lot of people think that if i move to la like this is considered a career but moving to la definitely does not make social media a career i see a lot of people who have a crazy engagement but aren't necessarily making money because you do have to kind of worry about your image a little bit and brands will want to work with people who like exemplify their moral principles and yeah. kind of what they support and what they what their image is there so, are brands that work with people who don't have a clean image but that obviously yeah. matches their like, it matches their so yeah their definitely company. so companies are choosing people who match them but definitely not moving to la does not turn it into a career i feel like that's a common way after i moved like two years after yeah i think that's a common misconception people think like oh like they live in la now like not just with us but with a lot of people for me too i didn't i actually was going to school i had just gotten into college i was planning to go to college and be a doctor and i'm still in college so what i'm saying really is that i never went to campus it was COVID at the time but i was planning to move to campus the next the following semester and um pursue being an anesthesiologist assistant but then i started to get brand deals and partnerships and stuff so then i started to make money from that and then i realized like wait this is feasible money that i can actually pursue my dream off of because i always of course wanted to do acting which we talked about in the first episode but um there was also other small ways that we were making money as an influencer prior to like working with brands but that was not sustainable to like make it a full-time career i can't like it was good like kind of giving part-time so like sound promos like and stuff like that we were doing that prior and there was been other ways that like influencers basically were making money before like you know like live streaming and all that stuff Mm -hmm. but yeah i used to live stream and do sound promos yeah that's that was more like it made me independent from yeah i didn't have to ask my mom for anything but like i still was living at home yeah exactly that wasn't like okay this is like my full-time career so after that that's when we started working with brands and partnerships and that's really what starts what started to make us 
financially stable and like for this to be our job it's a lot of work i don't know how to explain it there's it's until you like get into it it's hard to understand but i could talk about it for hours like that's how much it is a job like you do have to work and you do have to make content it's kind of like it's kind of like school like you have stuff that's due at a certain time frame and like you have a whole basically project that's a video it's literally it's literally like imagine like the end of the year school project it's like that you're getting graded video (laughs) and it's all like self-filmed at home but the best way that i describe it because a lot of people are like why do why would brands spend money on you creating a video i always tell like adults that I'm a human billboard. I think that's like one of the best ways to describe it is like you see a billboard on the side of the road, you see that and you think about that whatever it is and it's just in your head and maybe you're shopping for something and then that name, you see that brand, it just clicks for you because you've heard of it before. It's all like association and just Mm -hmm. kind of having something be seen by an audience. That's what I usually tell people is that we're like human billboards. A lot of people- Advertisement pretty much. Yeah, are on their phones now, even with TV like people don't even watch cable TV anymore to see um, I mean I don't we don't even have cable TV we have like every single streaming platform but we don't have actual TV that's why it's become such a big investment and that's why people have been able to make careers out of it and there's so many influencers I know actually as well like in the branding space that get paid to make content not even for their own socials but for the brand itself Mm -hmm. and if you think about it kind of like a commercial like there's a whole team and so many people that go into like making a commercial but there's not they could pay one person to basically make their whole entire commercial direct the entire thing and use it on their social as well and also have of that person's whole entire audience mm-hmm. to care about well. that. It, yeah, exactly. And it's just more personal. I think it just makes a more lasting impression when you have someone that has an audience, have people who love them and are engaged with what they're posting when they speak about the product, even if they don't even buy it. But like, it's just like, it's more personable. It's something that's going to click versus when you are driving out and you see a billboard somewhere or you see another commercial followed after another one and another one. I think that's kind of the structure of the business side when it comes to mm-hmm. advertising with influencers. And and um, y'all know, like, I know I buy so much stuff off TikTok. Like, I can't mm-hmm. even lie. Like, I scroll and I see something. I'm like, mm, oh my that's gosh, cute. Yes. I'm getting that immediately. Instagram, too. I, be, I literally <laughs> bought Percy's, like, uh, grooming brush from an Instagram ad. And it was, like, $30. And I saw something so similar in Target for $7. I was so mad, but that's like (laughs) literally the power of ads and having like a personable feel with a person. So that's basically what we do. You don't have to have a certain amount of followers to be able to work with brands either. You don't have to be blown up. You don't have to do any of that stuff. Really quality content and... The best way to have quality content is making things that you care about. Yeah. We're gonna close off this episode here, guys. And if you guys have any questions, next episode we will resume answering you guys' questions. So definitely shoot in all the questions. I'm sure lots of questions will come from like this conversation as well. So anything you guys wanna know, literally we will tell you the answer. We're not scared. We'll tell you whatever you want to know. And yeah. Thank you all for tuning in. Make sure that you follow all of our socials. Mine is Jada Wesley, just my name on everything, except for Snapchat, I have three Y's at the end. My (laughs) socials are all Gabby Moore, one of them has appeared in between, but J-A-B-B-Y, M-O-R-R. And yeah, that's it. Be sure to subscribe and listen to our podcast on Spotify or wherever else you get your podcasts. See you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye.